The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14.20 in the morning for this May the 30th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase of any tickets you want to go to uh, this spring and summer season's right around the corner. Go, get, go and get yourself some baseball tickets for uh, any games you might want to be going to all summer long at SeatGeek.com. Thanks for making us a part of your morning each and every morning here on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live. And as always, we, as you know, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUp.com, BellyUpSports.com, and uh, check out all their great articles and other podcasts that are available on the Belly Up Media Network. A little rough start here this morning at 1420 World Headquarters. Got some technical difficulties. Had to log into another computer and la da 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 But we are here getting the stuff out for you as always. Always here at 14.20 in the morning. Anyways, uh, Gary Bettman got what he wanted as last night the Vegas Golden Knights punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, their second time in their long, illustrious six-year history of being in the National Hockey League. The second time they're going to the Finals, like I said, they will be facing off against their longtime rivals, the Florida Panthers, who are going back to their, their second uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Lot since The first time since 1996 where they appeared uh, in the Finals and lost to the eventual Stanley Cup champion, the Colorado. Colorado Avalanche in the year of the rat and the whole thing. Scott Mellenby, I think, was the guy. John Van Beesbrook was in net way back when, playing for the Panthers and the whole bit, that expansion team that made it to an improbable run the Stanley Cup Finals that year, but they did it. But anyways, the uh, series begins on Saturday night in Vegas. Uh, it's a bit of a, a long stretch between games once again for a season that's already drug out, I think, quite a bit more than it needs to be. Uh, it's a, it's a crazy how it's we're going into uh, June the 1st in two days, and we don't uh, we're still don't have a Stanley Cup champion, and the, the finals haven't even started. And I think that's a bit of a problem. That's going to uh, that's going to hamper a lot of the uh, the viewing habits of a lot of uh, NHL fans and Stanley Cup finals fans. But we'll get into that in half a second. Um, it's going to be an odd series for hockey fans right across Canada to watch. Uh, if you have maybe a fa- favorite player or a hometown kid, maybe playing. I think Vegas has 15 or 16 Canadian kids on their team, so there might be some local people, uh, locals watching the games because they might know of a kid. Everybody in Canada knows somebody who knows somebody, right? So there's always that that allure to a hockey a hockey game watching and viewing in Canada to watch hockey games. But in general, I don't think that this series is going to get a lot of eyeballs. The market's a little bit saturated as it is with the hockey and you watch so much hockey during during the year uh, when your team is out completely uh, you, 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 you tend to tune it out a little bit and not really watch the games and watch Stanley Cup Finals because you have other things going on I, I for one will not be able to even uh, tune into game one because I'll be on the baseball field so it's not going to be even a factor of how I'm going to rearrange this thing uh, I got an umpire baseball game WCBL at night so it's a, that, that's one thing uh, will it hamper people from going to a baseball game maybe will it hamper people from uh, maybe watching a hockey game maybe Maybe it's going to split split things right across the country, how people are going to view this. Uh, the, the two television markets aren't the hugest with Las Vegas and with Dallas or, or with 
with um, Florida. So you wonder what the the ratings are going to be like in the United States watching this hockey series, this is hockey, these hockey games and this series in general. And starting off on a Saturday night, that might help a little bit. But you have the uh, Miami Heat, who are also in the uh, in the finals of the NBA. They they got past the Boston Celtics last night. So you wonder if there is a, uh, a sports mad fan base in Florida right now, in, in Miami, in South Florida, to, to catch these, these uh, two teams in, in their uh, in their respective leagues going to, to the championship series. And you wonder if, that, if that's going to help the, the ratings and everything else and the viewership and and, uh, and people going to games. You wonder if that's going to help or hinder. It's hard to say what's going to happen in Miami uh, because uh, no matter how much money you have, you eventually do, you do run out and tickets for these events get pretty expensive and you wonder if it's going to uh deplete one side or the other i mean tickets will get sold out both sides will travel vegas golden knights their their big fan base is going to travel to to miami to watch these games and vice versa you wonder how much that's going to to help things uh going throughout the um you, you wonder how it's going to 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 uh to hamper the, the the viewership, I know in Canada you, you have a, a viewership that uh, you, you you have your hockey team, you have your team that you follow, you have your favorite teams, and, and then the, when your team is out, you pretty much that's it for the season. You might have a casual fan who might tune in because you're supposed to. I know I will be tuning into the end end of the season montage. That's usually the best part of the hockey season, the video montage when they have a team hoisting Stanley Cup, and you always want to catch that and the jubilation that that a team has. But in general, I don't think this series is going to have a lot of people who are watching watching this series and watching watching the whole bit and watching uh, who cares it's basically who cares who wins uh, a team that's only seven years old and been in the finals or, or six years old sorry and been in the finals twice what's what's their fan base actually like you have a team in miami in florida who's been in and out changing buildings changing changing uh ownership throughout the years you wonder what the the fan base is like that that team's been around for 30 some years already and i don't know one person who's a a florida panthers fan uh, throughout north america that i've traveled you never see too many florida panthers jerseys florida panthers hats florida panther t-shirts uh, you might see a, a few more vegas golden knights t-shirts because of the newness of it and everything and the bandwagon the success that they had in their first year so you got to think that, that that'll have a bit of an allure uh it's a franchise that, that does very well at home they really, they really, really watch the, the, the their hockey. They, they have a good fan base. The place is packed. They put in a, a great show. Deanne has been a couple of times to uh, Vegas to watch the Leafs play, and she says it's a great event and everything else. And I, I always thought that a hockey franchise would do great in uh, in Vegas, and it has because you get the, uh, the the snowbirds who get sick of the uh, the Canadian winters, and they will go down and watch those games. It's an automatic tourist draw, right? So it's one of those things where Vegas was destined to to be a good hockey town, uh, and. and and it has turned out to be that way. As far as the the rest of the country goes, you wonder what kind of um, eyeballs are going to be on this series. You, you, you get to the, the big hockey markets like New York and Chicago, uh, into St. Louis and teams that are traditional. I would say, well, St. Louis is a traditional hockey market now. They've been around for so bloody long. Uh, you, you wonder at Boston if they're going to, be going to be watching what the people are going to be watching, uh, having their eyeballs on the game of hockey, or have they uh, already transferred their eyes to to baseball full time? Because you know a lot of sports fans who are are transitional go to bait from hockey to baseball to football and, and the like and you wonder once uh, their, their team is out you wonder how much uh, how many eyeballs are going to be on it it is uh it has been pretty good to watch tnt and their coverage of of hockey because they, they're more of a basketball thing but they did the tonight they had matthew kachuk on on the on television uh, on the halftime show i believe it was uh sitting with Shaq and shit sit, sit, oh, well, said it anyways and sitting with charles barkley and uh, get, getting a lot of laughs and a lot 
lot of love and he was on there and he felt like he would it looked like he was right in place with the uh, the big boys of the media market on TNT in in Miami and he's getting a, a lot of love down there so maybe that's going to help help out uh, the marketing of, of the National Hockey League on TNT because that's where it's going to be covered so that 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 won't hurt at all getting NBA viewers to maybe watch a little bit but I don't know how many more eyeballs you're going to have on this uh, Gary Bettman I don't I don't think he's done a great job this is a, the a series he's wanted for a long time Sunbelt teams growing growing the NHL but how much has he really grown me and Dave talked about last night on 14 14 20 so make sure you check out that podcast later on today as well but you you just wonder what the eyeballs are going to be on this series I don't know if it's going to be huge I, I'll give it a little bit of effort like if I'm not going to plan around my my uh, viewing my viewing habits at all to watch the Florida Panthers Vegas Golden Knights if I'm if I'm home and there's not a Yankee game on or whatever I might turn it on I might have it on a different television but it's not going to get a a whole bunch of uh, my eyeballs to watch this series and, and watch the whole thing. I don't know um, in other markets. Yeah, you, like you talk about a few years back, uh, the Los Angeles Kings had a good run going to two Stanley Cup finals, winning two Stanley Cups, and that was a pretty good run. There were a lot of people watching the, those series, but that team's been around for a long time, and it, it uh, kind of got a, a lot of attention for for different reasons. You had a lot of Canadian kids playing on that on those those Kings teams, so that got a lot of attention in Canada. Uh, so maybe the Vegas Golden Knights with with that fan base will uh, will also get that kind of a uh, recognition and, and eyeballs maybe the people in calgary maybe they'll tune in and watch uh, may, maybe cheer against matthew kachuk and that, that'll be kind of the villain for the calgary flames fans and to to watch this series so that that might be a thing and you might have a lot of people watching the vegas golden knights who uh, kind of got a, a free pass their first year with the way they were able to go through their expansion draft so you might get a lot of those people who might want to be cheering against vegas is there they're going to be a a favorite i don't think so i think you're going to have a, a series where people are kind of hoping that the other that, that one team loses more than one team wins i I think that's where you're going to get your viewership. Uh, I don't. I don't know how much more you're going to get out of this. I, I could be 100% wrong. Maybe it's going to be a lot of people watching it. But I was uh, out and about last night. I always go out, for, out and about a little bit. But uh, there, because it was such a nice night here in Southern Alberta, uh, one of the pubs I went to last night, or the pub I went to, not a lot of pubs. But I went for a uh, for for a pre-show beer last night to watch the uh, the hockey game, and uh, there wasn't a lot of. Um, there wasn't a lot of eyeballs on that on that hockey game last night. There was a basketball game that people were watching. There was a baseball game that people were watching. But as far as eyeballs, watching the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights game, uh, who knows who's watching that? It wasn't a big a big eyeball uh, get getter for me for or for anybody else. It's just uh, odd. It's odd that Gary Bettman has tried to grow this thing down south for a lot of years now, thirty plus years. I don't know if it's caught on as much as as he would hope it would. I don't think it's a a success like that he thinks it is. I, I really don't believe that it's a, uh, a, a a knock them home kind of thing. Like there are people who watch hockey in, in in each each respective cities. There are people who are diehard hockey fans in each city. But as far as having generational fans in each city, I don't think you're going to be there yet for a long time. I don't I don't see it being a uh, a, a, a sport is ever going to uh, grow than more than it has now. And if if anything, the show is kind of, or the game is kind of depleted a little bit in Canada here. Uh, not as many people watch hockey as they used to and uh, you could at me and you can say whatever you want i don't think i'm wrong on that on that fact ratings are down a little bit throughout throughout uh, north america uh, they say that they're up but i don't believe that for for one second there's more people watching just because there's more there's more of a population on this planet and that's the only reason why you you have more people watching but in general you don't hear about a lot of people 
catching on to a game, making sure they watch a game on, on a nightly basis. And the whole thing, they, they, they wonder what, uh, uh, there's Jason Dixon, uh, to living. It's a Calgary, Calgary, uh, flames got your living f- fucked up. He says Kachuk should have been signed long-term. He hates the flames. So he loves him in Florida. I love him. Uh, if he's with me, he's a great hockey player. Kachuk's a great hockey player. Dix. He has one of those guys that you really want on your team. An old Ken Linsman kind of a guy. You don't want him, uh, you don't want to be playing against him a whole bunch, but you want him on your team. And Kachuk's been that guy. He's the face of that franchise right now. And he's only, uh, he's less than a year into his tenure there with the Florida Panthers. So it's interesting to see if they're going to win the Stanley cup right now. The, uh, the biggest golden Knights are a, are a bit of a favorite right now to win. They're about minus minus one thirty to win the Stanley cup at Bulldogs. So you can go there and, uh, and get that kind of a bet on and make it. And you won't even make any money. It's, it's negative money on that, but you wonder if the, uh, if it, how it's going to, p- to play out. You wonder if this series is going to be one of those things where uh, the rust that, that, cause they've been off for about a week now if, be, between games, they won't have a chance to play hockey for a week. So you wonder if the rust, it's a rust or rest situation. What's going to happen with the Florida Panthers and if they're going to have any, any legs left, but Brofsky's one hell of a goaltender. He's going to, going to be the difference in this series. I don't want to talk about the negative stuff anymore. We'll talk about the series a little bit. The, the negative of the series is, or the, uh, the, 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 the magic wand, I guess, is going to be Bobrovsky in this series. I think he's the hand, hands down the Conn Smythe winner. Uh, every time a, a goal, goalie can get on a run, I think it's one of those things that you have that he's going to be the guy that uh, that will win, win or lose a game for you. And Bobrovsky is that kind of a guy right now. He's on a heater, and I think it's going to be the Florida Panthers winning themselves a Stanley Cup. They're at minus 110, so you might as well go put a couple bucks down there, get the Brent Redlinski guarantee on that one. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the – like to, to me, the games are the games. I don't have a vesting interest in, in this series at all. I will watch just because you're supposed to watch. I will watch it uh, with – at an arm's length, I won't be tuning in on purpose. It'll be just one of those things that I will see. Um, I'll one of those things I will watch. I will watch because you're supposed to as a Canadian, but I'm not going to take a whole bunch of time out of my day. Like I said, I'll watch when it comes down to a team hoisting the cup for sure. I'll have my eyeballs on it, maybe crack a beer or two and watch that whole thing. But the the, the basically, I, I it's it's a, it's a non-factor to me that the, I don't think the Southern expansion has been as as great as it could be. I don't think it's as successful as Mr. Bettman wants us to believe. I don't think that the, the, the game has grown as much as Mr. Bettman likes us to believe. If you look at the disaster that they still have down in Arizona, and you don't know what's going to happen there. Like, if you, if you think about the Arizona Coyotes are in a worse situation than the Oakland A's right now. And the Oakland A's are getting 800 people a night to their game. The, the, at least the Oakland A's have a stadium and a, a relocation plan going in Las Vegas, whereas the Arizona Coyotes, they're in limbo land right now, and I don't understand why they can't just find a place to play next year and be done. You think back in 1996, I think it was, or 95, Five when the the, the uh, Arizona or the uh, Colorado Avalanche moved from Quebec, that thing was just basically done overnight. They say, "Yeah, let's find a place to go. See you later. We're gone." And th- that deal was done. And that, that wasn't an overnight thing. There was some planning that had to be done. But they pulled the trigger and they pulled the trigger quick. And that, and that's what that's what's got to happen eventually with the Arizona Coyotes. And that's my uh, there's my little rant for the day. But yeah, the, I don't think the Southern Hockey uh, expansion has happened has been as great as Bettman says it has. Yeah, he got the Stanley Cup final that he wanted with the Florida. Panthers and with the Vegas Golden Knights, there's going to be sunshine and everybody's going to be wearing shorts to the game and everything else. But uh, I, I don't think it's been nearly as successful as Mr. Bettman leads us to believe. And I think it's been a complete fa- failure. And if, if you don't believe me, look at that. Just look up escrow and then look at uh, player salaries have not gone up ex- exponentially. Yeah, the franchises are worth more, but the players aren't making anywhere near the amount of money that they should be. Uh, 20 years ago, NHL salaries and NBA salaries were quite comparable. And so it's kind of a, a deal that uh, it's kind of a deal that I don't. 
don't think that the Florida or the the NHL expansion that down south has been has been that good. There's a lot of people who don't watch hockey who won't watch hockey who uh, just that's not their thing. So, anyways, there's my rant for the day about expansion in the United States of America. Keep it above keep it above the snow line. You'll get people watching there. And it's just one of those traditional things. The tr- traditional hockey markets are where it's at, and it's one of those uh, one of those things that I, I think is going to happen throughout uh, throughout hockey. You're going to see a lot more teams. Maybe maybe another team in Toronto area. Maybe a team in Quebec's got to happen. I don't know if if or when, but because you don't you have teams that players that don't want to go to those places. They want to go to warm weather spots, and you can't blame them. Like going to the rink in shorts is a lot better than, than going to the rink in a parka. And anyways, there's my kind of got a little bit long there. Anyways, what do we got today for uh, on this day? On this day in 1981, the Los Angeles Dodgers became the quickest Major League Baseball team to reach 1 million fans through the gates in only their 22nd home date. Fernando Valenzuela and Fernando Mania are the biggest reasons for the rush to the games at Chavez Ravine as Valenzuela pitched an opening day shutout and never really slowed down. The Dodgers would go on to win the World Series that year in six games over the Yankees and would set to would see 2,381,000 fans or 2,381,000 patrons come through the gates of Dodger Stadium. 700,000 more fans in the, in the category. Uh, second in that category were the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, who I believe won the World Series in 1980. And happy 69th birthday to Jake the Snake Roberts, born on this day in 1954 in Houston, Texas. Roberts began his wrestling career in Louisiana in 1974 before making uh, making name for himself in such territories as Mid-South, Mid-Atlantic, and Georgia Championship Wrestling before really developing his character in Stampede Wrestling in good old Calgary, Alberta. Ed Whalen and Ring-A-Ding-Dong Dandy before becoming a household name and a superstar in the mid-80s in the WWF. Roberts, uh, well-known for his problems with drugs and alcohol throughout his career, uh, inducted the the, uh, the uh, WWE Hall of Fame in 2014. I actually saw him at a bar when he was uh, portraying his character as the uh, this funny star is playing senior hockey in Claris Home, Alberta, and it was a cold December night or January night. I can't much remember, but when Roberts was portraying, he found the Lord and he clean, clean and sober. He rolled in looking for off sales at Durrell's Pub, I think it was after a hockey practice when I was playing senior hockey in Claris Home. So he uh, he like didn't he wanted some roll pops to go on to the next show in Calgary, I think it was. So there's my Jake the Snake Roberts uh, rant for or, or or story for the day. I got a story about everybody. I'll find somebody or something to talk about. Anyways, thank you for joining us. 1420 in the morning. Thanks for doing this. Uh, make sure you listen to the podcast version. Listen to some other podcasts today uh, that we put out. Me and Dave got, got back together last night. Uh, we, were, we were away for about a week. Didn't get anything out for uh, different reasons uh, unbeknownst to uh, either of us. It kind of surprises. But anyways, uh, make, thanks thanks for listening. Make sure you go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code 1420POD to save yourself 20 bucks on the first purchase. And Righteous Felon, uh, the official supplier of Beef Jerky to Belly Up Sports, you'll go there and use uh, promo code Belly Up and get yourself uh, 15% off some uh, craft beef jerky. Thanks for joining us here on the show. Make sure you download some stuff. Go to our merch store as well and, bu- and bu- buy yourself a t-shirt or a hat for the uh, for the upcoming summer season to protect that balding dome of yours. But anyways, thank you for making part of your morning each and every morning here on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. And remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the High Five Strangers guy. Game-winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're in arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best. Smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can... 
just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.